My first question is always, is a simple one, but it reveals a lot about a person. In and out or five guys? <laughs> In and out. Why? It's just a, a Southern Cal thing for me. Um, the taste is uh, like no other, no other uh, hamburger out there. So yeah, uh, equality. 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 Yeah, yeah, that's for sure there, mm -hmm. for sure. Welcome to season two of 10 Questions with 10 Pastors, brought to you by Gateway Seminary, with your host, Tyler Sanders. This is 10, 10 Questions with 10 Pastors. I almost said it backwards, which I do all the time. <laughs> I'm here with Hector Medina, who is lead pastor of Saved by Grace Church in Pomona. Yes. And you also work for Sin Network as a church planning catalyst, right? I do. Mm -hmm. And uh, you have, you're a current MDiv student. You started with us and now you're with Southwestern. Yes. Yeah? Almost done. Got one year left. Absolutely. Nice. That's really good. Now for the real questions, I was wondering if you could tell me uh, how you became a Christian. Yeah. Well, um, I'm from the city of Pomona, uh, not too far from here and uh, born and raised there the south part of the city and uh, basically was born into the gang life um, there and uh, very young, 11 years old, started that type of lifestyle. And so that just grew into um, very, very bad, um, I guess, lifestyle. It grew. Um, mm. And uh, long story short, uh, that's my background. And uh, uh, one day uh, I was already married. I had one child already out of the six that I that wow. I have now um, had one child. Everything was was really bad. My wife uh, was going to leave me. Mm -hmm. I was involved in in other things that uh, weren't good, and it, it was all chaos. It was all bad. Um, I was having a really hard time, and in the middle of a heated argument one time about divorce, um, someone knocked at my door. Um, didn't know who it was, and just opened the door, and it was someone that I hadn't seen for years. Didn't know how I got my address, uh, what he was doing there, but all he said was, um, you know what, I just stopped by because I wanted to invite you to church. Wow. Right in the middle of a heated argument with yeah. my wife, uh, talking about her leaving me and taking my daughter and all these things, and mm. I was like, man, whatever, yeah, give me the address. And he gave me the address, and um, I knew in my heart that I was losing everything, and I was mm. about to lose um, what I loved the most, yeah. you know, um, my daughter, my wife, and and so I asked her, "Do you want to go?" And she said, "Yeah, whatever. Um, you know, I'm leaving anyways." And uh, we mm -hmm. went, and so we went to this this small gathering. Um, and uh, this usher at the door, he embraced me. He he said hello to me. Uh, he got into my personal space um, like no one had ever done in my life. Also. You know, no one also wanted to embrace me in life. You know, the mm -hmm. person that I was, my family, community, society around me. So I was used to being neglected and yeah. all that. And this guy, he just, man, he he loved me. He cared for me in a way that it got me really uncomfortable. Um, mm -hmm. um, I think God's spirit was was doing something there in me, and that that shook me. That that caught my attention on how he was loving on me, and he didn't know me. He didn't right. know me, kind of this father type thing, yeah. um, which I had no clue about. I had no relationship with my father. Mm. And so that, that I, I would say that changed my life there instantly. And, and then the whole gathering happened and everything. But that 
moment there showed me Jesus, that moment there. Yeah. It wasn't the sermon, and it wasn't a bad sermon or, or anything like that, but that moment there just showed me that love of, of Jesus that I had not experienced or seen yeah. through anyone, even a family. And so that changed my life. Obviously, I, I made a commitment in my life hmm. um, to start walking with Jesus, and that, that process began began yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, long story short. <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's a great story. Well, tell me about, uh, tell me a little bit about your ministry. You you described it earlier as a, as a replant. How'd you get called into ministry and how did you get in this church? Yeah. So, you know, I started walking with, with Jesus and, and my heart already was excited and encouraged about sharing my story with others. I didn't know uh, scripture. I didn't know any of that, but I wanted to share what had happened to me. And so I um, started reading and uh, I come across this scripture that I still use today when I, when I talk to people about ministry, which is uh, this demon possessed man in Luke 8, mm. where Jesus comes and, and he has this encounter with him. He's, he's naked. He's uh, even mentally ill and all these, yeah. all these components that I identified with. And um, uh, he's healed, and uh, he wants to go with Jesus. And Jesus says, no, uh, you know, go back to your people, go back to your community. Mm. And so that there has been this this platform for me to just to go into the community and into the city and to the people that I knew. Um, that I think that was like like super uh part of my calling yeah. Um, initially there. And then others just started affirming, telling me like, look, man, you're, you're, you're going to do some things in leadership. And I'll be like, no, I, I, I just want to share Jesus, you know, and, yeah. and just slowly started working um, in, in these initiatives uh, of justice in my community. Mm. That's how I wanted to, to, to share um, uh, Jesus, the gospel, the hope, and uh, started working in, in, in justice and practical needs with the community, started getting involved with the community. And that slowly started just, uh, it was a path, you know, to start uh, uh, even learning, uh, getting in mentors around me. Sure. Um, like Ruben Reyes yeah. around me and things like that. And that slowly started shaping that path of, of, of calling into into ministry of uh, ultimately being called uh, to be a, a pastor, yeah. you know, of uh, a Spanish church, which is um, um, I have this tremendous love for the Hispanic community of Pomona. Yeah, you know, there's uh, seventy five thousand Hispanics in Pomona, and I have this strong, just healthy burden for my city that they would meet and know Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you tell me a little about the replant process? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, I that's, no, that, that was, was good. A, <laughs> it was a two part question. <laughs> it, I gave you too much. <laughs> uh, replant, yeah. So I planted for the first time in 2014. Okay. Um, and that said, uh, in our context, Hispanic context, some uh, most of the time, the planting means a uh, we'll pray for you. And then you're off on your own, hmm. and 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 God be with you, right? And kind of that was how my my journey was. And so, when when you do that, when that happens, um, there's this high risk. Uh, there's this potential for for you to get unhealthy in, hmm. in the way because you have no mentorship. There's no seminary. There's no training. There's no residency. There's none of that. You you've raised your hand to Jesus and said, "Yes, I, I'll go." 
but there's these other important factors, yeah. right, that are good. And so not having that, kind of doing it backwards, right, it, 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 I, I feel that it started getting unhealthy in different ways, especially culturally, mm. you know, uh, Hispanic folks. Um, there's this way of doing ministry that, that needs, right, the pastor needs to do A, B, C, and D if, right. you, if you're a pastor, right? Right. And so I, I started slowly falling into that. Yeah. Um, um, and and then and then congregation wise also like the congregation needs to be like this and and so I always knew I wanted to make a difference and make an impact yeah um, not for credit but for for the hope of the gospel to really penetrate lostness and darkness mm. in Pomona and I knew I was feeling that that wasn't that wasn't it now the church was growing. You know we were up to like a hundred and something members, which is in Hispanic. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. that's you've made it. You've 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 reached success. Yeah. But inside of me, I knew it wasn't okay. It wasn't right. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think I started um, deteriorating in, in my own life, uh, uh, neglecting um, even my family. You know to continue this success or pursuing that. And and so that kept happening. Finally, um, there was a point in, in my life uh, also being mentored by Ruben, talking to Ruben, said, "Look, this is this is not what God's Spirit is leading us to. You know, it, it looks on paper, it looks it looks okay, optics, yeah. but it's this is not it. And would you agree? All these questions. And so finally, we got to this point where where we had to uh, shut shut down, right? Close mm-hmm. that part of our, our our ministry, and and for the sake of of families for the sake of also my family for the sake that that what we'd been called to or at least what we felt we'd been called to would really play out and be unfolded you know which was this this shot at hispanic healthy uh, ministry and all that there's a lot more but all that just in a general way came came to an end um we got ready for, we, we rested a little bit, got ready for a next season, uh, went into this residency with Solid Rock um, mm. with Ruben Reyes, oh, which yeah, yeah, has yeah. been a mentor to me. He's one of my best friends, um, a dude that I respect a lot. And he's just he's just a great guy. I mean, this guy's younger, way younger than me. And he's just, um, he's been an incredible uh, human being in my life. And so he, he, he brought me in, he took me in and, and, and started helping me. Went through the residency, it got ready, and then finally we we um, even through Sun Network we we uh, launched again and we replanted. And so now with a, d- a different mindset with culture, you know, what wh- what that meant for us in our context, you know, what we needed to have and what we didn't need to have, what we weren't gonna fall into this mentality. Um, we weren't gonna let these uh, chains of culture just continue to drag us. Yeah, you know, we we would be healthy. We would stop and be like, hey, hey, we'll, "We'll through God's spirit, we'll continue this." You know, and and that's kind of our journey still. You yeah. know, today being that it's recent, twenty twenty one. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, it was painful. Yeah. It, it's been painful. Um, it's been painful. Uh, but it's it's been healthy. Yeah. It's been healthy. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, I, uh, uh, it sounds like in the last two years, probably maybe, maybe more, you've kind of went through a whole process of just, you know, rethinking all this stuff. Yes. I usually ask this question like this. I say, what are you reading right now? Yeah. What, could you tell me some stuff you read during that process? What are some books that maybe helped you? Yeah. So, uh, throughout that time, um, there was a lot of, 
a lot of books um, in Spanish, you know, that, mm. but in, in English, I remember reading uh, uh, Lead from Paul Tripp. Okay. Uh, I remember reading uh, uh, the pastor's uh, ministry, uh, Brian Croft. Um, things of leadership and healthy pastoral ministry yeah. were, was what Re Ruben was <laughs> feeding me yeah. to, to get that foundation. Um, I was reading uh, Mark Dever, uh, Discipleship, oh, sure. was a few things like yeah, that yeah. Yeah. Um, for, for ministry. Yeah. So he was giving me kind of like this balanced diet yeah. uh, aside from the residency, right? Which included, uh, you know, Old Testament, New Testament, sure, history, right, all right. these things. So I was, right. I was really getting beefed up in a good way. And, uh, but those are some of the books that I was reading um, at, that, at that time yeah. to understand. And, and it was good because um, I didn't have that pressure. You know, I didn't have that pressure of the of the church. Um, then obviously, oh, I see. Pandemic, yeah, 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 hit. Yeah, and so then everything was like right. The, Everything's reset. Everything's reset. So yeah. that also, uh, in a way, helped um, this season for for me. Yeah, sure. And then an SPG. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, when you preach. Mm -hmm. So how do you approach big picture? Like, do you do a series? Do you dig into like a whole book of the Bible? What's your big picture approach to preaching? You know what? That's a, that's a, I appreciate that question. I would say I, I, I'm, I'm doing a couple of things, a couple mm -hmm. of different uh, approaches to that, to see what is going to fit our context, the, 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 I guess the DNA maybe of our church. So um, I, I would I would say I've not um, figured out which one I would probably stick to. Yeah. Uh, but series is is something that we've been doing mm. right now. Um, digging into a book, we're in the book of James right now. Oh yeah. Um, and and so we've done uh, uh, we've done Acts, uh, we've done Matthew, um, and so just watching the reaction of our people, of our context, you know, um, our our just to be completely honest and bold here, you know, our people they're by vocational people, sure, right? Yeah. Not a lot of education in our community, um, not a lot of understanding to big words, right? To even uh, the Greek, right? Mm -hmm. All these things, and so a lot of a, a lot of the the education as a Hispanic preacher and pastor that you do have um, needs to be put into terms that that are going to bring conviction, are going to bring yeah. um, all these th things that they need in their spiritual walk, and so. Um, series has also been a, a, a great part. I think that has caught the attention and and, and mm. been made sense yeah. to our context. Uh, so we've done that. Uh, for example, um, I'm already prepped uh, for this kind of the rest of the year with with that part, with that approach of series, because I think I, I've seen it. I've seen it make a good impact yeah. in our people. Yeah. So series, um, we've been we working on that. Uh, we're about to do the Who's Your One. Uh, yeah, uh, we have a whole month there um, to to uh, on mission and community. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll we'll continue with one of uh, generosity and, and things like that. So I'm kind of prepped already for the rest of the year. Yeah, to to work on that. Yeah. yeah. And what's your week to week process like on a on sermon prep? Like, yeah, do you have like a a schedule of preparing it? Yeah. So that kind of. Uh, going off of what I just said, I kind of know already like the rest of the year. Yeah. And so with time, I, I, as I get closer, I'm, yeah. I'm approaching. And so I, I kind of use like this funnel approach. Hmm. You know, there's all these ideas and thoughts uh, of, of that subject, yeah. of that series. But then 
as days go by, right, you're working on it every day. And so that funnel starts to get yeah. to when you finally get it where, where you think at least, you know, yeah. it's, 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 you're, you're ready yeah. for that, for that series or for that message. And that's kind of my approach to that. Yeah. Obviously, you know, a conversation with, with God and, course, and, yeah. and, and, you know, leaning into him, see what he wants, things like that, all, all those. But, but my approach um, every day is to work on it every day. Yeah. Um, and, and so we finally feel kind of okay. Yeah. Know, that's what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think the most difficult passage or topic you've preached on is? You know, cu- culturally for us, uh, generosity hmm. is, is one of the biggest, uh, one of the biggest problems um, for our culture. It could, it could be taken to either extreme and it's not good. Um, and so we, we we're trying to get our culture and our community to a good biblical uh, perspective, yeah. right? That it's not manipulative uh, in, in, in a bad way. Um, it's understanding through God's word uh, that it's we are to be generous, yeah. right? And but not taking it to a, in our culture. There's a lot of Hispanic Spanish uh, television evangelist and oh i see meet Maybe social prosperity media. gospel yes. kind of things and like, so there's all yeah. these things that speak into our people and so then right. i i have to come and, and and really figure out this way of yes we we are to be generous right uh, but explain that what does that mean yeah. and i just use scriptures right uh, so uh in, in corinthians right uh chapter nine uh paul uses this analogy of farming right uh and 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 so in, in in Hispanic context, people use that. They'll use Malachi, right? They'll use mm. these things because you are to do so. But there's no explaining. There's no walking with people in yeah. regards to what that means. So it's just thrown out there as a rule. And so for us, that's been one of the, the hardest ones to talk about because we want to do it well. We want to do it right. Yeah. Um, and, and so... that's for me, it's been one of the hardest ones because people are paying attention because they're used to Hispanic preachers and and, and pastors going up there to specifically talk about that in a way that they want to, they they want to, there's a, there's a, there's an angle to that. Yeah. Right. And so my, my fear and my hope and, and everything that I do with that is that no, that I would share a message and God's spirit would really convict, right. And, and this generosity heart, would born would be born you yeah. know and we would which is if you look at the big picture hispanics we struggle a lot with with that with that area even in our churches our ministries you know our budgets things like that we, we it is a problem it is a big problem but i think it's a, a condition of the heart it starts there yeah it's not so much sometimes of how much we make or, or the cost of life all those things matter but at the end of the day the biggest yeah. problem is is the condition of the heart and so that's been one of the hardest things for me to, to, to navigate and, yeah. and to helping our community reach that point of, of good health, uh, biblically and, 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 and being okay yeah. with that, being convicted and being like, yeah, you know what? I'm, 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 I understand that. I get that. I love that. And I want to, I want to, I, I want to I wanna worship in that way even, you know? Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Could you tell me a swing and a miss you've had in ministry? Man, I can tell you a thousand. <laughs> <clears throat> I can tell you a thousand of those. Uh, That's what everyone says. Yeah, there's man. so many. Like, yeah, it's, uh, I think again, um, context, culture for me uh, has been 
organi- organization in the structure of the mm. church, keeping it consistent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, there's been <laughs> there's been times where on paper it looks so good, <laughs> but then you look at it and you're like, we're we're everywhere or nowhere, right? At all, and it comes from ultimately from me, you know, mm. um, again, because in, in our, in our culture, that's not a, that's not a thing, you know, or it's not All a right. value or importance. Now to us, it is, it's just been, it's been to the, the work has been getting it to that point where yeah. we're consistent, yeah. persevering on, 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 on having, you know, that structure, you know, and, yeah. and so, uh, organized even, you know, so, yeah. uh, it's something that every week I have to, I have to work on what, so I have to share that, transmit that, uh, to our team, right. To our team. Right. And, and, and then, so it's every week conversations, for example, because of that, we have our gatherings Sundays. And then I, I meet with our team every week, at least for two hours, because it's, it's, we need, we need it. We need it to get to a point where we're okay, we're we're healthy, we're 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 doing it well with the structure, yeah. And we're not just all over the place, right? We're doing doing things like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, here's my last question: If you could go back in time, what advice would you give yourself your first year in ministry? Man, I I need people around me, mentors, uh, um, good, healthy, uh, experienced. Uh, people that care that really care for a new planter for a new pastor that really have that heart um and and just have the willingness to to submit and to surrender um you know i i do see this thing from from the part of being like a educated uh with seminary and not only seminary Mm -hmm. but there's this kind of like pride and arrogance sometimes yeah and so we won't allow others to come in and to pour and be like, and that's a downfall, I, yeah. I believe. And so I would just say, look, man, it, take that first year, two, three years to, to really lean into that person, you know, that's going to lo- love you and care for you. And that's going to tell you like, hey, man, look, I, I don't think that's that's the best way, you know, or the best approach. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, look, you're, you're out there too much, you know, your wife, your kids need you, right. you know. You're not going to, Ruben would constantly, and to this day tells me, you're not the savior of the Pomona Valley, mm. he tells me. And sometimes in the middle of a vision and all that, you're inspired. Those That's not a, always what you want to hear, but it's yeah. what you need to hear. Yeah. And, and so I'm, I've been so grateful to have him, uh, Hunter Bingham, um, around me to, to stop, you know, and to, to, to tell me. And so I would tell someone, or I would tell myself, hey, surround yourself with that person that two it's not a lot you know there's not a lot out there for you but i if one two that will care for you that yeah. do want to see you succeed yeah or to be healthy to be healthy more than yeah. succeeding but to yeah. be healthy man i think it would change change the path change the life of that pastor and that planter yeah 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 that's a good word man. yeah so important yeah thank you hector thank you so much for joining us today but thank you appreciate it <laughs>